Karen Izzy, and today I'd like to explore with you the sacred practice of deep listening. Rumi once said, in order to speak, one must first learn to listen. Learn to speak by listening. So how present are you when engaging in conversations with others? Are you really listening or are you distracted, busy thinking about how you can fix or save that person? Maybe lost in your own thoughts or perhaps judging the speaker. Consciously listening with others is only one aspect of this practice, you see. Because when was the last time you turned the inquiry inward and consciously reflected on your own feelings, sensations, thoughts, and needs, and then gave them a voice? Deep listening, a process of listening to learn, to learn about the other person and oneself. In order to do that, one must first learn to be present, because with presence, we invite awareness, understanding, acceptance, and compassion. And this is where deep connection and intimacy can be fostered. When I first started working at Corpalo nearly 10 years ago, I was part of many share circles both participating and hosting them. I had no idea how this subtle practice could have such a positive impact on not only my professional life, but most importantly and surprisingly, my personal life. Swami Kripala knew that this form of conscious communication was essential for personal transformation. In his words, the key to one's heart rests in the heart of another. He knew that to encourage and develop this intimacy between humans and oneself was to offer a daily formal opportunity for participants to reflect, share, and to be heard. By practicing self-awareness without judgment was, in his opinion, the highest spiritual practice, and it remains the foundation of his teaching still today. Whether in large circles or small intimate groups, the sacred practice follows strict guidelines that when sharing, one can only share from a place of I. I notice, I feel, I want, I'm experiencing. Next, no cross-talking, no asking questions, no fixing, no saving, just being present with the speaker and to notice how difficult that could be at times. The practice is simple and yet profound. Participants frequently recognize how difficult it can be just to listen, and for many, how uncomfortable it is to share what's in their hearts. And it's so much easier to focus on what we see and recognize in others as a way of deflecting or neglecting what we may be present within ourselves. The hardest part, according to many, is when another person is suffering, and as the listener feeling the discomfort of just letting somebody be with the pain. No hugs, no advice, not even, that happened to me. You see, the brilliance of this work is trusting that each person is on their own path. And part of their soul's evolution is to be with the discomfort and find their way through it. It's especially difficult to bear witness to our loved one's pain, especially when it comes to our children. I know this practice works because over the last 10 years, on several occasions, my boys, who are now in their 20s, have sought me out to share something important. According to them, they say that it's easy to talk to me because I just listen 
and rarely tell them what to do. I know why. It's because I simply learn how to just shut up. Believe me, at times it's really difficult, especially when I could see what challenges lie ahead. And I must say that there have been many times when they shared much more than I needed to know. Imagine the secret to having them open up is just to listen. I would argue that perhaps this is exactly what so many of us deeply desire. Just a soft and safe place to land our voice and thoughts without feedback or advice. I'm also the first to admit that both of these are hard habits to break, especially when our job or dominant role is to help, manage, and counsel others when one's superpower is problem solving or peacekeeping, or if self-protection means not showing your vulnerability. After all, it's probably what's kept you safe, secure, and helped you to succeed. However, I do suggest that it's time to ask, what is the cost? What is the cost of always fixing and saving everyone? What is the cost of not checking in with yourself and having a voice? You may find that just this simple inquiry may help you to transform an aspect of your life. The practice of conscious communication has the capacity to change and shift our lives in ways never imagined. So how can you practice deep listening? Rest assured that you don't have to join a share circle to experience this form conscious communication. You can begin today by noticing your tendencies when in conversation with others. Can you just be present and remain still with the speaker? Yes, that means not looking at your phone or continuing a task. Try looking and locking eyes with them while they're sharing. Refrain from asking questions. Let them completely finish before responding or taking a long inhale and exhale as a way to create space. And when responding, consider just saying thank you for sharing or offering a nod or a kind gesture to let them know that they were heard or simply acknowledge the challenge that they may be facing without advice. For example, wow, that sounds really hard. I can assure you that this will be really difficult at first. The gift is to notice how this simple practice can change your energy and or bandwidth. Also notice how this practice affects the speaker. Warning, you may see them coming around more often just to chat. And inner listening can also be as difficult, especially if you tend to always focus outward or by first checking in with other, others to see how they're doing. So for the next few days, I'd like to encourage you to begin reflecting daily on these four questions by using this acronym NEST, N-E-S-T. N, notice how you are at this moment of time. E, what emotions are currently present for you? S. What sensations are you currently experiencing? And T. What thoughts have been most dominant for you? 
This inner reflection can be one of the most compassionate and kindest things that you can do for yourself. A reminder that you matter. And if there was someone you could share with, who would that be? Let's ask the question once again. When listening, am I really listening to others? Do I take time to listen to myself? And just some final words from Eckhart Tolle, who shares that love is the recognition and essence of yourself. The recognition and essence of yourself in others. The recognition of oneness. Love and light, my friends. Mm-hmm.